0: to the Below the Yellow Line podcast from... Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast, the podcast where me and your co-host, Emily Long, talk about cars that go in circles incessantly for hours every single week, three times a week. I am Samuel Subs, one of your co-hosts, that is... Emily! My the other, other co host. The other one. The other one hosting this the show. The other host. <laughs> the other one slowly descending into madness, I am sure. Um, we went to Bristol Dirt last night, and Christopher Bell won. He beat Tyler Red. He beat out Race Control. Oops, I kind of didn't mean to say that yet. No, let's be kidding. Yes, I did. Um, Cody <laughs> Ware did some stuff last week, and, uh, well, it was a bit of a rough day for both Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano, and Kyle Bush. and a lot of people. We're going to run through these results kind of ish quickly because me and Emily might have or might not have um, just, like, deleted an entire 20-minute segment of the show. We already had recorded, so... It's okay, though. We'll run through the standing drill quick, then we'll talk a little bit about the Cody Ware stuff. We'll talk about uh, Kyle, Kyle Larson and Ryan Priest, their little dispute last night, and as uh, as well as about the conversation of whether Bristol Dirt should stay. So, Emily, before we get into these this abridged version, I guess, of these Bristol Dirt results, um, what did you think about... Um, all this stuff. Uh, well, what do you think about the race last night? What did you think about the quality of the racing? What did you think about Christopher Bell getting the win? And I guess I'll just go ahead and ask you what you thought about Denny Hamlin and his unfortunate loss. Or bad race, I guess.
1: Yeah, so kind of to wrap it up, um, it was it was good race overall. As Tony Stewart said, if you don't like this, you don't like racing. Um, kind of threw me under the bus there a little bit. And I'm not a super great, not a big short track fan, not a road track fan fan. Um, I'd rather watch this in a road race any day, but dirt and short track's just not my thing. I'm a super speedway girl, but that's okay. Perfectly uh, fine. Overall, it was kind of a hot mess. Um, it seems like guys were spinning, cautions flying. It it was rough at times, but overall, it was that created some good uh, viewing. So, loved that. Didn't, didn't really love Denny. Um, he was on the struggle bus. His I don't even know what happened. He stayed in the back of the Or he started there. He stayed there. It was it was apparently his favorite place to be yesterday. Um, so, super fun. You know, what was the other
0: question? Uh, what did you think about Christopher Bell getting the win, holding off Tyler Reddick, and kind of having to hold off NASCAR race control, too, when they threw a caution that, based on precedent last night, really probably shouldn't have been a caution for a car just harmlessly spinning yeah. basically right onto pit road.
1: Yeah, um, so it. I mean, the 12-year-old one, um, so he does look like he's 12, you he got it. He does,
0: yes, um, no, you're, so you're not wrong, he one, does.
1: <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, I, I think overall, the guys that were kind of in the top had to put up with some random crap with restarts and stuff like that, like that really did add a little interest level, but... You know, Bell was able to pull it off, and regardless of all the, the mess of cautions, whether they should have happened or shouldn't have happened, he pulled it off, and um, he
0: got the win. He did. I was a little afraid, just like I was at Richmond, that a really good race might devolve into chaos when Chase Briscoe on that final restart with, what, eight to go, nine to go, just dove in there and dumped Ryan Blaney. There wasn't really a chance for the race to devolve into chaos, though, because NASCAR decided that... Uh, a car spinning in front of the pack wouldn't be deemed a caution, while Kyle Busch just spinning on the pit road would be deemed a caution. So there is the uh, consistency and non hypocrisy of NASCAR race control um, in modern day NASCAR. Do you it. think
1: sometimes that's just because they have to call it so fast on a short track?
0: Sometimes like it is, track but. That's
1: right there, and sometimes it's just impulse like crap, call it. Like you have a two second.
0: Yeah, sometimes it is, but at the same time, I mean, they. If they're gonna call what they called for Kyle Busch, which I was clearly clearly just to bunch the field back up late in the race and create some drama, you know that I mean he spun right down pit road. There was no no chance of anything happening. Um, I get that it's a tough call to make, but this is what I respond when people say for referees or, or NASCAR officiating. Um, and I, you know, I get that they're they're humans. It's a human call. Absolutely, I agree with that. But the facts are, they're paid to do their job, and they're paid because they can. They've shown they can obviously do their job well. That was a call they they definitely should have made um, in front of the pack. But then again, they didn't. They didn't call a caution for those guys in the pack. This wasn't you know, if they hadn't called the caution for the Kyle Busch spin, I'd be fine if they let the Blaney one go without a caution, but the fact that they did call a caution for Kyle Busch spinning down Pit Road and then didn't when Blaney got dumped right in front of the field is kind of like, yeah, okay, you just kind of made it pretty blatant that you kind of manipulated the end of that race, but NASCAR manipulating the end of races is nothing new. It's been happening so long that I don't really care anymore. It's just something that's going to happen, and hey, sometimes it does make the end of the races much more exciting. So... Just happens. Yeah. That's just how NASCAR race control rolls. That's how modern NASCAR is, and I'm not going to fault them for it. Um, Kyle Larson won stage one of this race. Kind of dominated stage one of this race. Um, but you also had some guys up we there that— right He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, you, I think you saw more of stage one than I did. I mean, what was he doing that really made him look it better was, than everybody else?
1: He, every restart, he pulled away. Did he? was he pulled away immediately.
0: What lane was he on? Was he on the top side on the restart when he was doing that?
1: I think he was on the inside, but I could be wrong.
0: Okay, because I know Friday or not Friday night, Saturday night in the truck race, when Logano was on the outside, and Logano was uh, you know, a cup champion in racing in the truck series, sure, and he had a great truck under him, but every time on Saturday night in the truck race, when Logano was on the outside on a restart, he would hit the gas, and it was immediate just, I mean, he'd pull away by like six Maybe. or seven truck lengths by the exit of two. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, yeah, and I it sounds really like that's what really Larson wrong, was doing too. Yeah. Um, he might have been on the inside, though, because the inside of Bristol Dirt and the Cup cars, at least in the next-gen cars, is seems like kind of the lane to be earlier in the race, and then as the race goes on, you kind of want to migrate up to the top. At least that's what the field was doing uh, later in the race. But he won stage one. You also had Austin Dillon up there, Ryan Preece, both of which have had nightmare starts to the season. Uh, they really needed a good run. Uh, stage two was won by Tyler Reddick, who won the stage finished second in the race for the second straight year we'll see if he can finally win one of these things one of these days um, and then late in the race so at the end of stage one Emily you know you had guys like Bubba Todd Gilland redick stay out while everybody else pitted because you know you don't really need tires at a, at a dirt track you can't go the full distance on fuel at Bristol dirt you do have to make at least one pit stop for fuel um, so that you know they, they did make a pit stop there they came in at the end of stage two. But that opened the door for guys like Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, who ultimately won the race, Austin, Dillon, to stay out at the end of Stage 2 and reverse the strategy on him. So then all of a sudden, they're up at the front. And uh, Dillon and Busch, well, until he wrecked, uh, but Dillon and uh, Reddick and Bell, they all stayed up there. Well, Reddick, you know, he pitted, but he was able to get up there. But um, I thought Bell did a great job holding Reddick off. Um, what do you think about that final battle between him and Reddick? Did you think Reddick was going to be able to get there? Did you think anybody else was going to be able to get there? What do you think about that last battle?
1: Yeah, I mean, there were moments where I was like trying to figure out just beer like, You know, it's really any of those guys up there. Um, any of them, any moment, especially with all the restarts and whatnot, like any little thing could change this whole race.
0: Yeah, we so, saw that last year. It was just, <laughs> yeah. Certainly did. So, very interesting. Christopher Bell does get the win, last restart um, or on the last lap rather. It looked like Reddick was gonna have a chance if he really sent it deep into Turn Three to get Bell, but then of course, you know, I find it funny that after we gave Ross Chastain, you know, fake, uh, you know, after we just kind of, I don't know, messed with him all week long for for being the cause of the root cause of all the world's problems, that he actually kind of ruined what could have been a great finish, but uh Trackhouse really had a terrible terrible night um that kind of culminated it christopher bell gets the win under caution let's run over some of these top finishers bell reddick austin Dillon, stenhouse and briscoe that's your top five um briscoe and dylan really needed it justin haley somehow finishes sixth martin truex a solid seventh todd gilland in eighth. three straight top 15s for him how about ty gibbs Three, four straight top 10s, and he's right on the outside looking into the playoffs. Michael McDowell's only one point out of those playoffs. Hey, Bubba, wasn't great last night. Rode the wall a little bit at points. Ends up solid 12th. I'll take it. Um, some of the guys towards the back, and I'm going to ask you to comment on his day, Emily. I know you kind of already did, but, uh, well, first of all, Austin Cindric was like 30th with five to go, ends up 19th, JJ Yaley qualified third, ends up 20th, Ty Dillon in 21st, I already said this Emily, but it's better than 31st, what did you think though, about Denny Hamlin's day, because it really wasn't that fun of a day for him,
1: no, it totally sucked, um, <laughs> <laughs> like I very said, blunt, he kind he sort of had a, he's had a crappy season, um, not, not happy, I'm not happy at all, I wish he was doing better, As a, as a true fan of his, I will be honest and tell you that, um, he's sucking, he's sucking right now. He Um, is. And he's gotta do better. This was just one example of him just not doing his best out there. I know he can do better.
0: You know, are you, are you disappointed in him?
1: I'm dis, I'm always disappointed. (laughs) Always.
0: Um... Josh Berry was 27th, but he got up to around 6th on pitch strategy. I do, I will tell you, though, I am a little disappointed in Bowman, obviously. 29th, not great. Blaney yeah. finishes 23rd. He got spun on that last restart. I think Bowman might have incurred some damage there. What do you think about Trackhouse, though? 25th and 28th for two cars that always seem to be near the front of the field, especially Ross Chastain, who actually loses the regular season points lead to last night's winner, Christopher Bell. What do you think about Trackhouse's poor performance?
1: Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Uh I was read, I was reading an email. And uh, you know hopefully just a fluke for them. Um, you know they've had some ups and downs this season. They have. Obviously. But hopefully that they're um gonna this is just a just a fluke. Just just a rough race and we'll be back next week.
0: Yeah. Corey LaJoy in 30th, Eric Almirola 31st. Uh, him and Kyle Bush in 32nd both ran well tonight. and just had issues at the end of the race. Uh, Matt Crafton in the 51, filling in for Cody Ware, who we'll get to a little bit later. Kyle Larson 35th. He and Ryan Priest, did you see that beef that they had? Larson got into Priest, kind of spun Priest out, or well, not he, he, he made some contact, messed up Priest's car, and then Priest spun out. So Priest not only put Larson the wall, he then kind of... Just wrecked him and ended Larson's night. He ends up in 35th. What do you think about this whole Priest-Larson controversy? Do you think it could start a whole new rivalry? like uh, Maybe like we've been seeing with Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. Kyle Larson, in his interview last night, said, I thought we could maybe be grown-ups and get, well, I'm not going to use that word, but get the heck over it. Um, It didn't seem like that really happened, obviously. What do you think about this whole uh, maybe budding rivalry between Kyle Larson and Ryan Priest?
1: love a good rivalry. I like to see a punch thrown. Not that it's okay, but just it's entertaining. Um, <laughs> and So any kind of rivalry that's going to maybe turn into something physical or even a good argument to watch, I'm down. It's, it's just entertainment for me. Um, in real life, I don't think they should do that, but uh, for entertainment value, bring it on.
0: Yeah. Jonathan Davenport, uh, whose nickname is actually Superman, a uh, great dirt racer, ends up 36. And then my pick, Joey Liano. Didn't do that great. Ends up thirty-seventh. Like I said, Chris Rebell does take away the regular season points lead from Ross Chastain. He joins Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, Kyle Bush, Ricky Stenhouse, William Byron, Joey Logano, and who else, who else, who else, Uh, that's it, only seven winners, as the seven drivers to point their way, or not point their way, and lock themselves into the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. First guy in right now on points, Ross Chastain, plus 86, Harvick, plus 73, Truex, plus 50, Kozlowski, plus 34, Blaney and Bowman, each plus 29. You have Stenhouse, who is currently... Oh, he's locked in, my bad. Hanlon, plus 21. What do you feel right now, currently, as a fan of his, of Denny's current playoff standing? You
1: know, it's always good to be in the positive there, but I do have a little bit of fear of what if what if all these guys, we've had eight different winners so far, um, what if there's more than go into the playoffs, what if there's more than 16? So I've got that fear of, like, you know, even if he doesn't lock in, that, like, there's not going to be a chance for him to make it, or even if he does, really, um, I would love to see him locked in at this stage of the game, but that hasn't happened. He's got to step it up. Hopefully he does step it up, and hopefully he can find his way into the playoffs at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, seven winners through our first eight races, still 18 races to go till we set the playoff field. But, you know, we got three super speedways in there, Talladega, Atlanta, Daytona. They can always present a new winner. Road courses, of course, can present some chaos and randomness. And of course, you know, Mother Nature could do that. Or we could go to a track like Pocono, Michigan, where fuel strategy is prevalent, short tracks like Martinsville. So uh, basically the whole schedule is like Russian Roulette, but NASCAR at this point. Uh, You have Cindric plus 11. I have no idea how, but he is. Um, Busher plus plus 1. Michael McDowell, minus 1. First guy out right there. Minus 9. Ty Gibbs, Suarez, 13 out. Then Briscoe, LaJoy, Dylan, Gilland. Bubba is minus 40. Regarding Bowman, I'm feeling okay about it. They've been so consistent and so fast. I'm not that worried. I think they will find a way to win a race. Um, As for Bubba, I'm really looking at Talladega. Really looking at Kansas um, and then Atlanta, Daytona, and, and, just bigger tracks like Michigan. I'm looking at New Hampshire where they're really good last year. So I'm not too worried about Bubba either. I think he'll find a way to win a race. I just, there's no way he doesn't. Um, he's won races the past couple years, but it's been after the playoffs have started. If we could win before the playoffs start and actually be in the playoffs and then win in the playoffs too, that'd be great. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, it's kind of nice to actually be in the championship fight sometimes too. So, oh, for sure. See how that goes. Um, rounding out kind of the back of the point standings, Almondinger, Eric Jones, Ryan Priest, Burton, Almarola, Gregson, Justin Haley, finally in the positive in points again. And then uh, Ty Dillon, last full-time guy, rounding those out. Um, any big surprises in the point standings? Any uh, guys that are really surprising you with how well they're doing or how poorly they're performing?
1: I mean, I'm obviously surprised by just how many guys have left themselves into the playoffs Yeah. Um, at this point in the season. That, that is so valuable. Um, and so, you know, to not have many repeat winners yet is huge. And um, those guys, are they're impressed with me right now. Obviously, disappointed in Disney, Disney. Not Disney. Not disappointed in Disney. I love Disney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Disney. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... We already kind of covered priest versus Lars and I'm not going to talk about the. <coughs> oh goodness! Sorry about that. Um, allergies, very fun stuff. Um, I'm not going to talk about this too much because it's not a ton of our business, and me and Emily clearly are not police officers. Uh, But Cody Ware was arrested um, this past Monday. He did not race at Bristol Dirt, obviously. Matt Crafton filled in. We're not sure what the 51's going to, who it's going to have in it at Martinsville. Rick Ware said they'd announce those plans later on. But Cody Ware was actually arrested for assault um, this past Monday, uh, April 3rd, it would have been, in Statesville, North Carolina. Um, So obviously indefinitely suspended by NASCAR. That's clearly the right call. Um, is it's to note that his brother Carson was also arrested, I think, last year for maybe something involving alcohol. I'm not exactly sure. It's been a while since that happened. I can't remember. But um, it's a shame that NASCAR is going to, you know, once again be in the headlines for something obviously very negative, very detrimental um, to the sport. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this, Emily? What, what do you think about this whole deal? It's obviously very sad. I mean, obviously, you know, for anybody affected by Toadie Ware and his negligent, idiotic actions. But, um, yeah, just, uh, what are your thoughts on this, if you have any, and, and, and going forward, just what I this mean, means?
1: Personally, I
0: think his bond is set too low.
1: Um, yeah, $3,000. So should Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. He's obviously, um, like, we, from what we can tell, he hasn't bonded out for some reason. Yeah, Sorry. he was still
0: in as, um, as of 1 p.m. today, April 10th, Monday. Yeah.
1: So, my true opinion is just his actions are inexcusable, and NASCAR needs to take it seriously.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they did, too. They, so. they were very quick. Uh, they, they didn't jump the gun. They were actually right on right on the starting pistol on this one. They uh, indefinitely suspended him. Uh, basically, as soon as the news was made completely public, Rick Ware put out a statement saying, you know, you know, the, the saying that they agreed with NASCAR's actions, which I'm glad they do, because if you had not figured it out by the name correlation by now, yes, Cody Ware does drive for his dad. Um, so, glad there wasn't too much obvious nepotism there. Uh, but yeah. Um, I had Priest versus Larson on the itinerary, but we already kind of covered that. So, last thing here before we say goodbye, should Bristol Dirt stay? And if it shouldn't, where should NASCAR, specifically the Cup Series, um... Because we know the truck series already goes to a dirt track at Knoxville. uh, But where should they go uh, for dirt racing? So, Emily, where do you – oh, first of all, should Bristol Dirt stay? But if you think we should go back to two normal Bristol Dirt – or, sorry, not Bristol Dirt, Bristol Concrete races, where would you want to go for a dirt track? Um, We could go to Eldora, which Tony Stewart owns. Knoxville, where the trucks go. Uh, you know, there's plenty of great local dirt tracks all across the country. Where would you want to see the Series go for a dirt race, if not Bristol? Or do you want to see Bristol Dirt stay on the schedule?
1: Yeah, so my opinion on dirt as a whole, and I feel like this um, is kind of wrapped up by uh, the race yesterday. It kind of supports this argument. Here's the deal. Dirt racing is fun. It is. To me, dirt racing is not NASCAR racing. mm um, and the reason, the reason is, it's, it's just, it's a different type of racing to me. Um, and these guys are not used to it, and that is evident by their ridiculous amount of crashes <laughs> because these guys are spinning, because they can't drive on dirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do, like yeah. They just, it, 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 the same quality racing it would be if these guys were experienced on it. Yeah. Um, it was entertaining.
0: It was, yeah.
1: <laughs> and they try. They're just not dirt racers, and so to me, mm, dirt racing, take it or leave it, but if we're going to have to do it, and do it somewhere, I'd, you know, obviously a short track, Yeah. Uh, I made a joke earlier
0: about Vegas. Um, yeah, Dega, Dega Dirt. I did see somebody else propose that, Dega dirt. I wouldn't be surprised um, if NASCAR hilarious. did that. It Make it is. the championship race, too, at this point.
1: Give it, give it to us for the entertainment. It'll be hilarious, Um, just not NASCAR. You yeah. know, yeah. I, um, so, I don't know. It could, it could, any short track to me, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, um, they're
0: all. So you're saying you would rather see about. him go to a, like a purpose built dirt track rather than, than go to Bristol. And
1: yeah, make it something special, kind of like the Chicago Road Race. Like, come
0: yeah. on, bring them down to Speedway. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has the inf- Yeah, it definitely has the infrastructure <laughs> for that. You know, with no concession Yay! stands and and the porta potty. That should do it.
1: have that now. Maybe.
0: Maybe, you know, possibly. two out
1: there at the new Speedway.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: Um, yeah, so.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I, I think NASCAR, so, it's tough. I'm a... I wouldn't say I'm a 100% traditionalist, but I'm a historian or or self-called NASCAR historian. I love seeing these old guys tear up the dirt. I love seeing Lee Petty and the Flock Brothers and Herb Thomas and Curtis Turner, but modern NASCAR-wise, it doesn't seem like a thing that is going to be able to stick around in the Cup Series. Truck Series, I love it. I'm fine with it in the Cup Series. I like it even, and the fans clearly do. They showed up for this race in terms of attendance and, and TV numbers at least the past couple years. Um, I don't know if it completely fits with the kind of, uh, weird identity NASCAR has in terms of going back to the past as well as trying to meld with the future. I would, I think there should be a dirt race on the schedule, but I agree, Emily, I'm not sure if it should be Bristol dirt. Um, and again, I think like you said, these not, na- most of these NASCAR guys aren't used to racing on dirt. Now there's a few of them, obviously. I think we saw the cream kind of rise to the top with this and we are now Redick, um, bell larson austin Dillon, kyle bush those are all guys that grew up racing on dirt a lot but there aren't really aside from six or seven guys that really can run great on dirt I, i'd lo- i'd be fine seeing bristol dirt stay if the tv numbers stay good um but I, i'd love to go out to like eldora or if tony stewart would let us because he owns it or knoxville where the trucks are already go um i'd love to go there for a real dirt race Because the dirt driver in the field, the main dirt driver, Jonathan Davenport, said, it's great, it's fun, but it's not real dirt racing. And that's what I don't want NASCAR to do. I don't want NASCAR to take away any allure from new fans tuning in to the actual dirt racing scene. Because as you and me have seen in person, Emily, real, pure dirt racing is awesome. I mean, it is about the purest American thing, aside from maybe, like, baseball and apple pie on the 4th of July. I'm spitting bars. Um... This podcast has kind of devolved into to a rap session for me now. Um, but yeah. So as we close out here, any final thoughts here regarding Bristol Dirt, whether Bristol Dirt should say Cody Ware, uh, Ryan Priest versus Kyle Larson, the results, the point standings, any of that? And we go to Martinsville next week, too. So three straight short tracks. You are in hell, basically. <laughs> you still there?
1: Oh, I'm here. Did you say something? I,
0: it went out for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you have any thoughts regarding Bristol Dirt? As we as we go out here, any thoughts regarding Bristol Dirt? Martinsville next week, whether Bristol Dirt should stay or not. Cody Ware, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Ryan Priest versus Kyle Larson. Um, and by the way, I, I said we're going to Martinsville next week, and we are three straight short tracks for you. You're basically in, like, NASCAR hell, NASCAR purgatory. Ooh, it is here.
1: It is here. Um, listen, as long as they're exciting, I'll deal. I'll deal with it. And listen, if Denny can step up his game, I'll deal with That's
0: it. That's true. Home track going um, to Martinsville. My
1: overall thoughts are what exciting, an exciting week of NASCAR. Gosh. Really, truly, what an exciting start to the season.
0: I'm saying. Wow. Seven different winners in eight races and six different teams is one. So... Uh, have one, my bad.
1: Is half
0: the people in jail in the hospital, or? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, Cody, Cody, wears in jail, Chase Elliott's in the hospital in Colorado, and the other 40 of them are out on the track, crashing and spinning in the dirt. So, thank you <laughs> spinning, for listening to the- Spinning, in circles. Spinning in circles. Well, that's what we do. We drive in circles, and sometimes you spin in yes. circles, too. I am Samuel Stubbs. Yes. That is Emily. Thank you so much for listening to the Below the Online podcast. Like, subscribe, comment, rate us, share do all that we're hoping to actually get a sponsor like a real sponsor to here so um hoping to do that so thank you all for listening everybody thank you for coming on the show emily we will see you all next time this has been btyl goodbye everybody